Dean, there is nothing worse than finding out your best friend sold a figure that you've been after for like two years. Nothing worse. I haven't sold anything lately. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. You brought in the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Lockett here, Tillery Power. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm TC. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly, this weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. Dean, uh, we have a little bit of uh, kind words we wanted to say about our sponsor. Did you want to... Uh, oh yeah, Wada Scrapyard, a sweet angel. They make this show possible, and if you're looking to buy something, you should hit them up. Absolutely. Uh, let's get into the world's favorite segment. New this week. Uh, what'd you get new this nailed week? Nailed it. I, <laughs> thank you. Nailed it by yeah, I'm usually pretty <laughs> good at it. Um, I had, I haven't gotten anything. I, I'm waiting for shit in the mail. Uh, Big Bad Toy Store took forever to mail my stuff. Does anyone else have this issue? <laughs> have you? TC, do you it buy takes like a, a, a few days usually for me. God, I don't. I don't know if I picked like a really bad day to like start the process, but like it wasn't even showing up in my processing. And I was like, oh my God, my dog is misbehaving. Kevin. Did you <laughs> and, cheap out uh, on shipping? No, no. I mean, I did the flat rate, but. So, yes. I, <laughs> is there a better one? I don't know. I just. Yeah, they have, they have all kinds of shipping options up to like overnight. Oh, well, I've. I wasn't in that big a rush, but shit, maybe I'll switch it up because it took forever. I think it was like literally almost an entire week. My God. Yeah. To finally, I got a shipping notification. So I was like, because I emailed them uh, like four days later and they were like, oh, everything's like, it takes a long time. They're probably working Everyone's with like reduced working. staff. Or yeah. Which I which is fine, but I was like, it's not even showing up in my processing menu. Yeah. Or that it even shipped. Like, I have no idea if this even went through or what's going on. And they were like, no, we got it. Oh my God, my dog is driving me crazy. Hold on. TC, did you get what about you guys? Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off that. I actually I got some from Big Bad Toy Store, paid the cheap shipping, and it came in like three days. Um, what? I ended up getting a uh, Hall of Armor, so nice. I've got I've got marks four through seven by Hot Toys, uh-huh. and I usually I used to like hate the idea of getting any Hall of Armor because I'm like, gosh, it's 125 dollars. Yeah, it's a piece of plastic. It's got it's got lighting, but you got to You either got to hardwire it or you have to you know push the buttons on and off. It doesn't just stay on. Yeah, but man, like when I got one of them and then two of them. It just kept getting a little better, and I just added my third. 
it just looks really sleek when you when you put them all together and it's one of those things where as you get more of them the aesthetic it improves a lot so how many you have now i've got three so oh, i need nice. i need one more i'm just gonna do four through seven i don't have iron man 2 or mark 2 or mark 3 oh okay and die cast so i'm just gonna go with those four do you have the uh the workbench tone with the no center? no i don't oh, have that. that just four five six seven fifty and then um what is it yeah that's it for now and then 85 and then hopefully 47 the, the mark three is it's certainly not like an amazing figure by today's standards but it's uh, classic i have a soft spot in my heart for that figure it's so good in my opinion i know it's not the best thing ever um but i do like it optical 20 says tc you putting the stickers up on the hall of armors oh no 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 i go open open no no uh no stickers open viewing and uh like 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 that but oh it's like a digital print right yeah yeah. yeah, the key with those is don't. If you can find a deal on the single, try and go with that one because if you get this the set of seven, um, they only give you one sticker for each of the armors, but every individual Hall of Armor gets all seven. Oh wow! So just, yeah, I so. feel like you could probably sell those stickers. Like if someone probably. messed up on theirs, I feel like there's That's probably a, a market idea. for that. That's uh, Stephen Cret, Gerald, Brian, Danny, Optical Twenty in the chat. Gerald says Mark Forty Six is his favorite. Uh, yeah, it's a good. That's a good suit of armor. Did you get anything else? Yeah. So I back in early May, I ordered from. This is kind of unfortunate. The pop I ordered from Pop Culture, the Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker figure from Hot Toys. It sat uh-huh. in Australia for like three weeks, and then once it left the country, it got to me in two days. Yeah. I opened it up. And it was devastating. This is you messaged me earlier about your your acrylic fix type thing. I don't want to you know, ruin anything for the uh, I guess for the podcast in the future, but um, it's a solution that you can help repair joints. But I got it, and uh, the boot was off oh, of no. the figure, and I tried snapping it in, uh-huh. and it won't snap in. So I took the other boot, ripped it off the yeah, leg, swapped it to the other leg. Yeah, and, and and that one snapped in flush. So there's something wrong with wrong with a joint and it's really disappointing i wouldn't yeah i would try to get a flashlight like use your phone camera because the, the usually the flash is right next to it and make sure the joint because there's usually like a plastic ball joint inside the boot yeah. make sure that's not cracked uh if it's not cracked it could just be that you know maybe it was a miscast in the factory yeah uh, i would definitely try the joint fixer put a good amount in the ball joint of the boot like actual inside the boot and it comes with a nice dropper so you can get real yeah. deep into the boot and then also coat the ball joint itself at the ankle and that should more than likely fix it yeah it probably will and and who knows but yeah there's situation. nothing worse than that it sucks too because it's a reseller so, so i mean it's an authorized retailer so i like i hate having to send something back but even i hate when stuff comes uh with issues out of the box from an authorized retailer just just sucks but hopefully, yeah. maybe I'll return it on. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Carlos said, what's up, gentlemen? So for me this week, I picked up the BBS uh, Batman regular suit. Uh, picked that up from Mario Cortez, who's in both of our groups. So big shout out to Mario. Uh, my wife got that for me as an early birthday gift. And you can see it there in the shelf somewhere back there. And I really like it. It's probably my favorite suit. Um, I know Justice League has a pretty similar suit with a little bit more updated take on it, uh, but this one is definitely 
got to be my favorite suit. Uh, I also picked up the Black Series um, Infus Nest, and that comes with the motorbike or the speeder bike rather, uh, and the figure. And the figure itself is really good. Uh, so I'm definitely glad to have it. Gerald says Pop Culture has a really good return policy. Um, they might, but then you still have to pay return shipping on on a box that big, and that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a pretty penny. I know. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah, so not too crazy of a week, but definitely got some good things coming. Uh, Dean, let's get into the news this week. So the Golden Armor Wonder Woman from Hot Toys went up for pre-order. This comes in at $300 for the regular edition, $360 I... for the deluxe edition, the difference there being the spreadable wings. Uh, and this is releasing April to June 2021. I think that they have nailed this head sculpt. It is gorgeous. Uh, there's some people that are complaining about the finish on the armor, uh, but I think it looks pretty decent. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I prefer a more classic Wonder Woman. I, I, again, maybe in the movie this will be like so cool that I totally changed my mind. Uh, but it's beautiful. I don't know if I want to own it, but... Yeah, this is this is nice. I mean... The sculpt is this is this might be the best sculpt they've ever done. In the I'm right there with you. This looks stunning. And and it's been a sculpt that they've had trouble uh getting right for a while. I mean, this is what their fourth or fifth attempt at the sculpt. And it finally yeah. seems like they've they've nailed it. But this um, is also uh what do you call it? A a promo. So it could totally change and be awful. Yeah, but usually Hot Toys is fairly close to their prototypes and this is like in my opinion shrink ray now there are some people that are saying this should be gold like a mare gold chrome like they showed off in the initial photos at the uh secret base maybe it was like rebel base they had like a dc event in the middle of the coronavirus stuff but you can see here on the screenshot the armor isn't actually a mare chrome it looks like a weathered gold armor suit which makes a lot of sense i think that they nailed it now the only concern that i do have is on the secret race prototype there was a big old chip on the armor and yeah. uh yeah that was uh was pretty pretty obvious the chip uh i think like the ones down here towards the waist you could maybe say those are battle damage or like you know weathering but a big old chunk of gold coming out of the middle of the chest there or the the belly right there that's uh i don't know that's kind of kind of scary as far as uh, the longevity of this gold finish is going to be um but yeah, yeah i mean i think like this looks a, really good a figure you just never touch yeah um, um, but i mean this is also a again it's a prototype and those things aren't usually meant to be handled yeah there were some people in the comments that said like hot toys prototypes are sometimes held together by like tape or like you know like glue like right. just like very rough approximations of a finished figure and maybe someone dropped this while they were setting it up or scratched yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not too I mean, concerned could, with it. But. Yeah, there could be a, a number of reasons why it would have this. Uh, the price is a bit high. Um, obviously, this is a pretty big figure once you get the wings expanded, 360. Uh, but 360, man, that's 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 a lot of money. So I'm wondering if this is going to have any die cast to uh, make up for that price, but you know, that's my only complaint is the price. I think, I think everything else that sculpt is beautiful. The outfit is beautiful. Um, just, just three sixty though. That's, it's kind of a lot. Yeah. Uh, Danny Lee says he thinks that they nailed the sculpt on the training wonder woman. And, uh, Gerald says, what happened to Kylo? I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> uh, and then optical says die cast categories. So I think it's cause your shelves changed. Oh yeah. Yeah. They did change. 
Uh, up next, we had some new photos of the Piccolo 2.0 we've been talking about for the last few weeks. So these are the three different head sculpts that you get. Uh, and there's a look at the cape, which is expandable in three different flaps, like the Majin Buu cape, which is a really good move. And a look at the, um, I guess, like the amputated arm effect, yeah. which looks really bad in my opinion. This just doesn't look that great. Uh, Dean, this is probably a pickup for you, I think. Oh, yeah, easy. Because... Um... They someone was doing a comparison, mm-hmm. uh, and they had the crossed arms next to the old crossed arms, yeah, and they're significantly bigger, yeah, like uh, so 20 percent, yeah. Like so, that. this should be a pretty sizable piccolo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still gonna keep my old one just so I can have like this look and then like a fighting look, you know, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, piccolo's the man, so that's an easy pickup, yeah, easily, uh. Easily a top five character. TC, you knew about Piccolo. Uh, were you a fan of Dragon Ball? Is this like a my, my, that we're my brother is? I'm not. I need oh, I need to yeah, get into right. it. But I, I look, they always make good figures of, of Dragon Ball Z. So it's so good, dude. Super is so good. I have so much fun watching it. It's 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 uh, super, dare I say. <laughs> like I almost one? recommend watching Dragon Ball Z abridged. Dude, it's funny. I watched it too. So funny. It cuts so much fat out of the show. Um, and you still get all the kick assness, but <laughs> where do you find yeah, that? I really love Dragon Ball. It's on, on it's on YouTube? uh yeah, it's on YouTube. It's okay. like an unofficial fan parody, and uh it got so popular, in fact, that the company that makes Dragon Ball like actually was like, yo, like y'all need to not do this because like they basically take all the footage of the episode and take out all the audio and like redub it with like jokes and like kind of meme it a little bit. And uh, I think they were just saying like people are going to the conventions and asking the like trying to meme the actors and it was just like a really distracting thing. Yeah. And uh, eventually the company that produces it was like, yeah, we're just going to stop because it's just becoming such a problem. Uh, this is something that Jazz Inc. Dioramas put up for pre-order. It's the one twelfth scale Ultimate Justice justice mobile nice. uh this comes in at 399 dollars, and this is going to be available december 21st 2020 yoast does have uh several different payment plan options for this if this is anything as good as the 160l version i think this is going to be uh, in dean's words a slam dunk uh rubber tires steerable wheels uh has a, a, an option for a diorama display base this is pretty good tc are you uh I know you added this to show sheet. Have you ordered anything from uh, Yoast? Is this maybe a pickup for you? I actually, I had the well. I had I bought his land speeder. Okay. Uh, for for Luke, uh, farm boy Luke. I'm actually probably going to end up selling it. I don't, I don't have a spot for it. Uh, it's unfortunate, but ooh, um, ooh, Dean. I saw Dean perk up a little bit there. Yeah, just a little. Dean, are you just interested in that? I yeah, I've always wanted one. Well, I'm not in a rush to sell. Um, but I think I am going to end up doing it. So if you ever are interested in the future, let me know. So do you have it presently, or you're? I know it's still in my, the... Yeah, it's in, it's in my house. I just oh. I just um I was going to go for it. It's just it takes up a lot of real estate, yeah. and then I had other plans for some other figures from Yost, like the Vulture, yeah. which I have on pre order. Iron Scavenger, uh, yeah, yeah, Iron Scavenger. I can only have so many pieces that are that are of that size. So um, that is true. That is true. Yeah, I'm kind of running into that that problem where it's like i'm getting these figures and they're like you know like the rex was like 30 inches long or the the shark is 25 inches long it's like 
you know, I have the space, like the square footage, but there's there's only so many pieces that you can display like that. And at some right. point, I'm going to have to, you know, get rid of some. It's not going to be the racks, but there's there's some things that are going to have to move because um, there, I literally physically can't fit any more shelves in this room uh, unless I somehow convince my wife to let me put detoffs in the uh, what's it called, like a day bed section of this office, which I never use. Um, yeah, then then the collection will be at maximum capacity. But uh, Dean, that could be a pickup for you maybe down the line. Yeah, yeah, and um, I also have the Hulkbuster incoming, so that was Oof. also another big piece. These are those are too many God big damn. pieces. So yeah. I just kind of I need to tone it back a little bit on that. Yeah, but... I'm still debating on whether I want to pre-order the Falcon cockpit. Yeah, that, but but I just I need that's a, a whole other league, man. Yeah, enormous. Yeah, TC. Going back to something you mentioned on your show uh, a few weeks ago, how has your parting out gone with the Interbay Michael Jordan? Maybe we can talk about that just for a second because I've oh, been yeah, curious. Yeah. Actually, pretty well. I um I bought a few of the sets, so I've been parting out slowly. But um, I've had a buyer come back to me multiple times, and uh, oh wow, he was, he's been buying you know some of the shoes and some of the. Some of the home shoes, some of the away shoes, some of the uniforms. He even bought a figure. Oh, so wow. I've, I've made some good money. I, I, the update will take a while before I give a final update because I, I bought probably two more than I should have. But just the prices were just – they were so low on that yeah. network app. They're like 350 for a set that retails a big bad toy store for 560 so And just, that was through what network app? It was for the NBA so, network? So no, it's, it's just – app called network so ntwrk okay they drop like a i don't know they're an apparel company but they also drop collectibles and by drop i mean they list them um it's yeah. kind of like a like not a qvc but they it's like a home set like overstock.com or something like that yeah and then i guess they just got a bunch in and oh, they wow. kept dropping the price and every time they would do it it would almost force my hand i was like well i can make money off this and then put that towards future figure I've made several hundred dollars so far, so we'll see yeah, how it keeps going. I know, yeah, we'll see how how it goes in the future. Um, I'm a little bit slow when it comes to selling things, but I get around to it with time. Yeah, definitely. Now, this was something shown by Toys Era today. This is Robin from the uh, Teen Titans. I guess this is like the live action version of Robin, and this looks really good. I've not seen uh, this this show, but man, this looks awesome. I mean, you get I mean, you get, I imagine, uh, several important accessories here. The R, maybe it's like a batarang, batarang thing. And then this uh, weapon here. Uh, I I mean, I don't know that much about the character. Some people did put up some comparisons of the actor and the toy, and everything looked really good. And uh, I think this would be a cool figure to put alongside a BVS Batman. I mean, it has that gritty DC, uh, you know, cinematic universe look. Uh, I think this could be a really cool figure once it's released. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I don't like it, but <laughs> what do you like it. about it? Yeah. That was... I mean, I just, I don't, I, again, I don't really like Batman. I definitely don't like Robin. The boy uh, wonder. You don't like the boy wonder. No. So this is like not on my radar at all. I mean, I guess it looks cool, but even I'm just like, no, I'm good. What about you, TC? You know, it, it is what it is. Um, how, how close? Do, I mean, this looks pretty good. I mean, does Toys Air do they dare, generally do a good job? Yeah, I mean, with their Colossus, I think there was product. a minor oh, yeah. issue with the paint rub uh, of the nose um, 
that's really the only time I've ever seen one of their figures come out not looking so good. Um, maybe there was one a few months back that Joker figure. I don't know if that was Toys oh, Era, yeah. but there was there's a really weird Joker figure from like the Gotham show. I think. Oh yeah, that thing was I don't, goofy. <laughs> I don't remember if that was Toys Era, but um, maybe it's not. We're just roasting them unintentionally. But it was very interesting because on the same day, Soso Toys announced that they were making one as well, and oh, wow. they got a little bit of flack for this because initially they had shown. Uh, like a render, uh, almost like, I don't know if you can see my mouse here, but it was like just the torso here of like a 3D um, of the armor uh, on ZBrush. And they were immediately called out because the image that they had used, the the graphic, was from a cosplay website that was selling the files. Oh. And so they edited out the cosplay, like the company that designed it, and they were passing that off as like a part of their figure, which... I mean, I guess if they, I mean, if they're going so far to make a figure of an unlicensed character, I can see the jump of them just buying a file and producing it. Right. Um, I mean, if they're going to do that, I mean, uh, you know, I don't really have like, think that they're like the moral high ground for anybody. Uh, but they did delete the post and they did post this, this look here. So uh, it's just kind of interesting to see that two third party companies coming at the same figure on the same day i i'm wondering if one forced another's hand and uh very interesting to see there but uh i mean it's I almost mean, it's, like the the toy equivalent of like a rap battle you're gonna have these two companies producing like the same character i mean they and, did it with the joker everybody made a damn joker and it's fantastic <laughs> we can compare and contrast and and uh so yeah, so so toys like, is uh going to do that uh kevin's no. in the chat iron geek hey what's up dude mario cortez says he could use some of the home michael jordan shoes so i was having this conversation with my sister the other day about uh pixar and disney and how when they're making a movie a uh, lot of the times the people that are actually animating the movie will get laid off or they get fired or whatever and they go to a different studio and then they now have insider information like oh we were making a movie about fish and then that studio now makes a movie about fish at the same time like is that what happened with bugs life Uh, yeah bugs life uh uh, what's that movie ants life an ant's tale or whatever Uh, oh it's just ants yeah and then uh a shark's tale finding nemo uh Oh, wow. Shit like that happens. So it's like these these six scale companies also have kind of the same like sculptors working on head sculpts. Like, oh well, what have you been doing? Like, oh well, Soso Toys is making a uh, a Robin. It's like, well, fuck, let's make one too and make it better. You know what I mean? Like that I've could be that, a possibility. I've said this before. It doesn't matter who made it first. It matters who made it better. Oh no, I'm a hundred. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, Kevin makes Kevin the has better. a really interesting perspective here he says i don't really see anything wrong with that when you're a growing company i do pretty much the same thing i buy files and turn them into figures and kevin does damn yeah, good work i mean as long as you're paying for it that's cool yeah i mean as long as they didn't steal it and <laughs> yeah that's why i was like oh like that seems kind of iffy but if they're buying the file i mean they could do whatever they want with it they paid for it yeah and it's did. not like it's this person's original design either they ripped it off of yeah, we did something uh, similar when we made our first uh, Collecting Weekly group buy with the Sebastian Shaw head sculpts. We found a file and then produced it and made a mold, though we only charged exactly what it cost us. Like we, we totaled out the project and then we divided it by, I think it was like 11. So everyone right. paid, everyone paid such that 
there was no profit to be made. It was purely, you know, we put in this much into renting a 3D printer, making a mold and resin casting 11 of these. This is what we're charging. And, um, you know, that's a very interesting perspective, though, Kevin. Yeah, we tried to make it fair to the yeah. guy who actually sculpted it. But Now, this Ooh. really pissed me off. Super Mad Toys is making a goddamn, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wallace, right? Uh, from Blade Runner 2049. Now they're Damn. saying that the Hunter K is finally releasing at the end of June. Um, but man, this was yeah, super we'll annoying. See. It's like, guys, stop making new shit. Like, focus on because they they announced an Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible, like 800, whatever the last Mission Impossible was, and they had that figure announced, produced, and shipped like in a month. I don't get yeah. it. Like, I know K is complicated, but you've also had almost two and a half years working on a figure. Um, but this will be very interesting. At least they're, this is their third figure from the line because they made Deckard and Kay and then now Wallace. Uh, uh, Richard says, uh, Richie says the head cast looks sick. Yeah, it looks just like Jared Leto. Um, and then, uh, Kevin says, now if they steal, it's a whole different story. Like when I was asked to do Shazam, I went to Marco and partnered with him versus just putting out a figure using his heads. Yeah, that's definitely the way to go if you're going to be making a figure like that. Uh, this was very exciting for me, Dean. So the young, rich Miles Morales did release. We talked about it last week, but we finally have some some actual photos of the figure, and this thing looks stunning. I know a few people in our chat weren't a huge fan of it, uh, but for what it is and what it costs, I think this is just a really good figure. Uh, Manny pointed out the nose holes for this mask here are too far down. Definitely a problem. Uh, but I mean, everything just seems to be really good in my opinion. Uh, the, what are your shoes thought? are sick? Yeah, you said the Jordans here were actually better than the ones that you uh, that were the officially licensed ones. Well, I say that because like uh, Enter Bay for their regular Jordan figures, they won't put uh, like a like the leather material. It, it's plastic. It's like a rubber plastic. Uh-huh. Um, so the fact that this looks like it's actually like a soft good uh, to me, that's an improvement. See, I almost thought that these were just plastic because I know the laces are plastic. Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe, maybe. My but they have that really tricks. nice, like textured effect to them. Like, like I know the real shoes. Like they have like little patterns that are I don't know, like yeah. engraved mm-hmm. or like I don't know what the word is, but like a mesh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but these just look really good. Uh, yeah, here's a few was... more pictures here, and dude, this is just amazing. The shoes are actually the most impressive part of this figure, like. The soles of the shoe are yeah, that like clear translucent. Blue yeah, gelatin. dude, those things are sick. That um, comes with, uh, I think these here on this white paper. There's some stickers that you can apply to different parts of the uh, the backdrop or like the phone. That's cool. uh, the the shoes come in their own quote unquote Nike box with a Young Rich certificate of authenticity. Uh, initially, when I bought the final battle figure, I was thinking I was just going to part out the shoes. Uh, but now that I know they come this nice with this much love put in them, I don't think I'm going to do that. This just looks amazing. Um, and this is, I think only like $180 figure. So to get all these accessories, different outfits, clothing, hands, uh, stickers, a, a full one, six scale Jordan box with certificate. Uh, that's a, a ton of love that they put into this figure. Uh, not only that, the headphones, uh, they do have the Sony, uh, branding on them. Uh, so these just look like uh, a really cool figure. I think this is definitely uh, something, Dean, we should consider for uh, a figure of the year nomination. This is going to sound really funny. Yes. <laughs> the Spider-Man outfit, like, doesn't fit right. <laughs> like, I know it's not supposed to, but, like, around the neck. Yeah. 
Like, because remember, he has the white shirt on under it. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. But you can't do that on this, so it just looks. I think weird. you can. I just haven't seen anyone do it yet. Well, I don't know why. Kind of why I'm thinking you can't do it. That's a like maybe that's it won't a fit big on there. shirt. If you look yeah. on the left. Yeah, but uh, they do. I mean, you could buy a cheap, you know, three dollar one six white shirt, you know, to put on this if that shirt's too baggy. Right. Um. No, I'm not saying there's ways around it, but it's just like that's just another thing you have to do. But it, in in my opinion, it's almost funnier that the suit doesn't fit because in the movie it's all janky, and this this right. also does come with the yellow cape that he tries to use a few times. <laughs> right. Uh, it comes with some web effects. I mean, this just looks freaking amazing. Uh, Iron Geek says, "Who makes this figure?" It's by a company called Young Rich Toys. Uh, they are, um, I think, as far as I can tell, they're a fairly new company. They they're releasing two different Miles Morales figures. The Peter B. Parker and then a uh, Gwen Stacy figure. Oh, the Peter B. Parker is going to be cool. Yeah, the Peter B. Parker looks really good. Um, and his body looks really good, too. I mean, I mean, I would, if I got this figure, it would be just to have a Miles on the shelf. I wouldn't use any of the Spidey stuff. Yeah. Gerald asks, does it come with the actual suit? So they actually did this in two figures. So the first figure is like the 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 beginning of the movie to like three quarters of the movie and then the second figure is like the final battle slash like the the when he finally learns how to use his powers and he rocks the nikes and the and the jacket and the shorts so uh there's two different versions and this is from the first part of the film so um i just think this is amazing looking figure and uh, steven's comment dean i think uh i think soon we need to start making some considerations for our figure of the year in different categories Steven Kretz says those shoes are exactly like the Spider-Man limited edition ones box and all Mario says it's a big ass box for those J's. So that's um, true. The box is a little oversized, but yeah, I know that Mar- uh, Manny was saying the tag was big too, but I mean, I mean, I guess it's just like, it's kind of like when we'll talk about it a little later, but I'm making some six scale Sabat cards and like you can make one card and it looks good but if you made a whole deck like it wouldn't really make sense because the the scale of thickness doesn't really scale. <laughs> right yeah. so like if you made a tiny box it might actually not be structurally sound enough to hold the foam and the jordans and still close right same with the tag like if you made it an actual six scale tag like in the movie the tag is super small um i mean I, i'm almost it'd probably be like not legible to read the text on the tag um so yeah, very interesting stuff here. Now this is the uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Gwen Stacy, as I call it. Uh, but this is by a company called Bullethead. This figure is releasing this week. Uh, I've gotten the imminent arrival notice from uh, TNS. The unfortunate part is that TNS is not shipping to the United States right now. Uh, all freight coming out of Hong Kong is blocked for most countries. Uh, but this looks really good, minus the head sculpt. I'm really excited, and I'm hoping that some reviewers get this in hand soon. Uh, so that we can see what this is going to look like, because I think this plus the Young Rich Miles would be a really cool display. Uh, do you guys have any opinions on this figure before we move on? No, I mean, you like this better in the Hot Toys version? Or is it just... Uh, no, this this was up for pre-order okay. uh, like a year... Uh, last June, actually. Yeah. And this was back when we didn't have any idea what was coming out, and this was only like 130 bucks. So I pre-ordered it. I mean... Good uh, I like Gwen Stacy. I don't like Gwen Stacy enough to spend like two seventy or whatever the sideshow one costs. Um, if I will say this, if if the Hot Toys Miles and Gwen Stacy come out looking really good, I'll probably splurge on them. But if the, if I get these figures and own them for a year and then resell them, you know, right about what I paid for them, I don't think I will have 
been disappointed to have enjoyed them for that long while yeah. waiting for the hot twist. Yeah, for sure. Um, but this sculpt is awful. This is like the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, the head sculpt is trash. But if you just have the Gwen Stacy as with the mask on, I think that's a knockout figure for the price. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is pretty funny here. So the Star A Severus Snape was released. A uh, blogger named Cherry reviewed it. And uh, <laughs> on the right is the final picture. The middle is the prototype. And the left is the actor, Alan Rickman. R.I.P. This, why, why they got to massacre my boy? Like this? <laughs> it's insulting. Dude. He's this already dead. So bad. Alone. This looks like Deep Roy from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I just don't even <laughs> Honestly, understand. It's the his face isn't long enough. It's too. It's problem. too wide. Yeah. If it was skinnier, yeah, I think it would have been okay. Like if you cut it off, like right here, yeah, like just on both sides. And then painted it a little bit better. I think you'd have a, a really yeah. decent sculpt. The prototype with a longer face would be okay. Yeah, the, the exactly. paintwork on the production pieces, yeah, it's lacking. Yeah, yeah, he's not... almost ghostly. <laughs> he reminds me of somebody. I just cannot think of it. I couldn't search for it. It's just it does not, right not look like him. Don't make that joke, Zach. I'm, I there was a point where my I, brain. I could tell. There, I'm just saying, was, like, he's no, so not. pale on the far right that it's like, what the fuck were they going for? I think we made a good decision not to go there, Dean. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, it seems like Starius gets really good licenses, and then they, they just butcher them like this. Oh, uh, this is an official figure. This is an actual real figure. Oh, okay. Uh, Kevin Shit. says, and people wonder why I live <laughs> by making right. my production models better than the prototype. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's what you got to do, man. You got to you gotta undersell your work, and that when people get it, they're really surprised. That's what Zach does. Yep, and uh, no one's ever been happy. So, <laughs> uh, Dean, your segment here, uh, Movers Mine. and Shakers. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's talk some Movers and Shakers. So um, I noticed this week in the groups, uh, well, let me start. Two weeks ago, you couldn't find a TLJ Kylo Ren. Like, no, no one was selling them. No. Last and week, a month we were, before that, you couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> Last week, yeah, exactly. Last week, there was starting to be some people getting their figures. There were some transactions happening. Yeah. And I feel like this figure is definitely cooling down because there's been a few people that have listed them for like 350 400 bucks that are still sitting on them. I know Chris Letty had one for, uh, I think it was like 400 bucks. I, I think he did sell it to Mario, at least from what I, I got from the, uh, the comment slash sold uh, trail that I was able to follow. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've seen a handful of these up for like 350 that are just stagnating. So uh, this one is is a figure I definitely would wait till it goes down to about 280 to buy. And I think it's going to keep going down until the, the third one comes out uh, from TROS. Yeah. Uh, also uh, moving and shaking, I think that the Justice League figures are going to start shooting back up now that the Snyder Cut has been announced. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, this, kind of, um, this kind of announcement... Uh, really makes makes it possible for the Justice League to be completed. I think that if the Snyder Cut does well, Hot Toys has has plenty of reasons to revisit and release a cyborg. Uh, so this is going to be a very interesting. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to these figures over the next few weeks. Now that this has been announced, Iron Geek better hurry. 
Well, like you said, I mean, people can own his figure for a year plus. I mean, because that right. movie's not coming out till 2021. That's true. Hot then, Toys yeah, isn't going to be it for like a year and a half. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess don't don't rush. <laughs> don't rush. But I certainly think in these next few weeks, we're going to see a lot of people looking for these figures. I've yeah. seen this week alone three or four want to buy threads for the armored Batman, and several want to buy Those threads all- for the um, Batman versus Superman regular suit and tactical suit. I uh, haven't seen much love for Soups, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, or The Flash, but uh, definitely those two figures seem to be getting to want to buy them. So bad. You really do, man. The BVS Batman, Dude. to me, is the best of all of them. I think so, too, and everyone's I like, no, the other so two are better. I love I it. Such the color, I like the color better on the BVS I like the version. color, and I like the fact that... Uh, it's just a more worn suit. Like his suit has like, and the in the the logo, it has like scratch marks and everything. It just looks really good. Um, yeah, it's just a really good looking figure. Uh, but yeah, I think these are definitely going to be figures that are going to rise in value in these next few weeks. And then TC, you wanted to chat about this one here. I do. So this is an interesting one. So uh, when Rogue One that line was released, they released a Jyn Erso figure, a Jyn Erso deluxe figure with. Uh, multiple different outfits from different scenes in the movie. And then this exclusive, the hot toys, exclusive generous own disguise version for a long time. This one sat, I remember I actually got it from pop culture for like 200 bucks, maybe like one ninety. I ended up selling it and I only have one generous figure now, but this is one that kind of lagged behind, but they're never going to make this one again. And if they do, we're talking a decade away or some crazy thing. The one that could get re-released, if it ever continued to rise in price, would be the regular Jenner. So right, this yeah. one's gonna stay. You know, it's gonna stay with one issue. The supplies is not going anywhere but down, and the demand is going to continue to rise because Rogue One remains to be one of the most popular, well, the most popular uh, modern Disney Star right. Wars uh, film. So this one, it's a good movie. I've seen it go for three fifty, four hundred, close to five hundred dollars. If you want it. I would say get it now. Yeah, because it's not going down. Yeah. Yeah. While we're talking movers and shakers, if anyone's selling a Maleficent by Hot Toys, holla at your boy. I'm not paying four sixty five for one. Are they not making uh, one for the new movie? I don't think so, but I like the classic look personally. Yeah. Dean, take away, take it away with our sponsor tag. Hey, Wado Scrapyard, Annie. <laughs> yeah, our sponsor's Wado Scrapyard, guys. Nailed uh, it. All your 3D printing needs for Hasbro Kenner vehicles that you have for your Star Wars collections, uh, whatever you need, floor panels, cockpits, missiles, for any ship you could think of. Uh, We also did a joint project where I I shipped him my, uh, right here, it's on my shoulder, my um, Lambda class, is it Lambda class? Imperial shuttle? So he's got those parts coming in that he's going to be able to sell, which are hard to get. So look out for those. Uh, and then he's doing head sculpts for three and three quarter inch, six inch and 12 inch scale figures. Uh, he'll fill any hole in your shelf that you can imagine. Just send him a message. And he's such a pleasure, uh, pleasure to work with real quick. Uh, absolute angel. On Tashi, I commented on a thread from March, which is like two months ago, two and a half months ago. And I asked the guy if he had sold this figure. And Gerald Garfield was like, man, you are thirsty AF. And I'm like, dude, that's how you find the deals. You find these threads that like no one sold something for a while. You hit them oh, up dude, that's and you what get I do. a deal. Yeah. 
But I'm like, Gerald, you are so thirsty. You're in here asking for a short trooper. After Dude, everyone's after Dean, my short like, trooper. Yeah, everyone's after Dean's store, uh, short trooper. It's like... Uh, PC, do you have one? No, I didn't know you had one. I'll trade you. <laughs> yeah, dude, everyone's always coming into the comments like, hey, uh, let me get your short trooper. Dude, I didn't even know. Okay, so before I met Brian, like I was into Hot Toys since like 2015, but I was it was more Iron Man. There you go, uh, Gerald. Some some Star Wars, but a lot of Iron Man. I never even really focused on the short trooper. Uh, yeah. Missed the boat on that big time. I don't know what it was about that figure that I was like, I have to own this. I just thought it was cool that it was a stormtrooper in pants. <laughs> like, that's what drew me to the figure. I was like, that's so cool. Like, they could move around a lot easier. And I'm not going to have to worry about, like, breaking the legs like or, like, the fabric, like, tearing. Yeah, I just true. thought it was a really cool-looking figure. And uh, luckily, a, uh, a comic book by my house, a comic book store by my house, got it and i put it on layaway and i think it was only like 20 dollars over retail or something which is insane Best purchase for them. ever yeah Dean. and dude like it just it just shot up i was like what the hell is going on with this thing but that's another one uh we were talking about it was that after dark zach yes on the movers i don't think they're gonna remake that figure anytime soon I think they could redo it for VGM personally, but uh, they would do another version. They're not going to release the captain. Is that what it is? Yeah, but the they would do. Yeah, they would do the one with like the blue chest or whatever. The one without. Yeah, squad leaders and like the skirt. I think it's cool without the skirt. Um, or comma if you if it's clonish, but yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that figure's so high that I I almost hate to say get it now, but they're all high. If, yeah, if you just search I, Rogue One. K2SS yeah, going for like 700 bucks. Yeah, well, the short trooper I saw was like almost a thousand. That's, and I was like, what the fuck? Why? The Death Trooper Deluxe, 800. Yeah. Something yeah. Really I, uh, I had a someone tr- tr- uh, offer two Death Troopers, one Deluxe and one regular for my short trooper. Mm. And I said, no. That's wild. Uh, That's a good trade, but I just love that short trooper. It's so cool. Yeah. So this was interesting. The Make Solo 2 Happen uh, campaign was trending on Twitter this week. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw this today. Yeah. A lot of people in the, in the second year after this film's release really want to see this part two happen. I think it would be great. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of story to be told, getting Han from where he's at then to becoming a uh, very well-known, very wanted man. I think that's a good story that needs to be told. And, uh, you know, I definitely think that... Uh, I personally would love to see this. A lot of people were saying that uh, Disney should just do this for the fans. But, I mean, I think they spent something like $275 million on Solo 1, and they only made like something like $400 million back. So I, I don't know if it's worth it for Disney to put that much money into a sequel. Um, would you guys be interested in seeing something like this as like a Disney Plus show, maybe, instead of a full feature film? <sighs> no. <laughs> I think All just right. let things lie. Well, uh, that is, I mean, uh, a, a 10 part show or a two hour movie, I'd rather just get it over in two hours. <laughs> well, um, Bean's in a negative mood today. No, just like the solo movie didn't overtly negative accomplish anything. It's fun, it's a good movie. That's but what it's you like, need. but there's no like, there's no stakes. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, Chewbacca's about to fall off this thing. Will he survive? Yeah, no shit, he survives. I'd like to see the Chewbacca Crimson Dawn. Jr. A little Chewbacca more. I'd, Jr. I'd like to see the uh, 
Darth Maul. Dude, wouldn't that be some shit though if Chewbacca died cool. in the movie? Like, and they just like totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I guess seeing Darth Maul on the big screen again would be kind of cool. No, it wouldn't. I fucking hate that character. I hate him too. But it's like, dude, if you're gonna fucking do this over and over and over again, at least put him on the big screen for God's sakes. But yeah. like, it's like, ooh, he has tension with this beautiful girl what's gonna happen well he's not gonna end up with her she's probably gonna die like <laughs> i already know he ends up with leia like why am i i'm not invested in any of the shit like i didn't need to know how he got his name i just thought it was a name you know what i mean like it's a movie that accomplishes nothing it's it's fun but oh, i don't know i don't feel the need to see a more of it yeah, maybe I am just being negative. Uh, so Zack Snyder's Justice League cut was announced to be coming out on HBO Max. This is coming out uh, next year. I think it's going to be like a four and a half hour ordeal, uh, rumored to be split into multiple parts. Um, I think this is very interesting. There's a lot of fans going on the internet and saying like, "Oh, we bullied the studio into doing this," and uh, you know, kind of taking the bragging route about this. I think it's really cool. Um, it kind of is going to be interesting though, like. You know, what other movies are going to get this treatment? Uh, there was uh, a tweet. I don't know. I guess it was from someone that was a part of the uh, Ghostbusters, the uh, the reboot, quote unquote, that was saying, oh, we have a four hour cut of the Ghostbusters movie. Uh, and they were trying to get that trending, which was kind of interesting. It's like um, if movies are released not to critical acclaim, is this going to be a thing that we're going to see more often of of movies getting HBO releases and extended director's cut? What do you guys think? of this announcement and just that thought in general. If it's not Lord of the Rings on the extended cuts, I don't want to see it for <laughs> I just, just I'll take the two hour movie. I just watched the movie tonight before the show preparation and prep for the show. It's a, uh, it's an okay movie. Just, I don't see, it doesn't, it doesn't build on anything. It's just, it is what it is. It, it was like, a, oh, fuck, we killed Superman. We got to get know. him alive again. That's the point of the movie. <laughs> exactly. That was it. It was like, the bad guy's forgettable. Are we talking about the movie yet, or are we just talking about... We're talking about the Justice League. Okay, well, I'll say... Now we're talking about the movie, movie. I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, well, let I me, mean, let I me... think it's really cool that uh, someone is listening to the fans. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little sick and tired of being called a fucking cry baby when we're the ones that are paying for this shit you know what i mean um uh i'm not that invested in the dc movies but i know people who are so it's nice to see that those people are getting what they wanted that's true i would just feel really bad though if the schneider cut comes out and it's really bad like (laughs) i think that they think that the schneider cut's going to be this amazing thing and and it very well may be like the best dc anything but there's also a chance that it could just not do well and there's some rumors going around like are the actors going to be recast and and shoot additional footage or they're just going to use what they have and try to shoehorn it in uh it's going to be very interesting to see what exactly happens um i don't think it could be worse I didn't mind the movie, so let's talk about it. So Justice League is a 2017, it's our retro review, by the way, is a 2017 American superhero film based on the DC comic superhero team of the same name. It's a follow-up to the 2016's Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice and the fifth installment in the DC Extended Universe. In the film, Batman and Wonder Woman recruit the Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg after Superman's death. 
to save the world from the catastrophic threat of Steppenwolf and his army of parademons. Uh, this film has a 40% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I I can see the, a lot of the, the criticisms of this film. Uh, reading some of the critical comments, a lot of people were saying that the mood of this film is so different compared to like the other DC films, which are very dark. This one had a very like Marvel-esque feel of like, you know, jokes and humor. Yeah. And I didn't mind that at all. I had zero expectations going into this movie. And I think because of that, I think I had a better time. Uh, I really liked Ezra Miller as the Flash. I just kind of wish he didn't choke that chick out in the bar because I would love to see more of his character as the Flash. Uh, the Superman CGI, it was almost like this oh, Mandela God. effect thing where I wasn't sure what scenes had his real mouth and what scenes didn't. Uh, I actually wasn't sure. Uh, Ray Fisher oh, as the Cyborg was so really good. Obvious. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, uh, Bay AF. Batman was really good. Alfred was really good. I'm definitely not a fan of uh, Aquaman in this movie. I just don't really get his character like at all. Like it, he just doesn't make any sense to me in any way, shape, or form. I Wait, just think he's character? the Aquaman. I think okay. he's the worst part of this movie. Um, yeah, I've just so never been better. a fan of the actor, but it's like. You know, he, he's like joking, but then serious, but then like really not that funny. And like, I, I just don't. He's so really. much better in his own movie. Really? Yeah. Like the Aquaman movie is actually hella badass. I really enjoyed that movie. The yeah. CG in that movie is also like this movie. It's total garbage. But I mean, if you can get past that, it's pretty cool. Look but, at that. Manny said it has that feeling because it's the director of the Avengers. Look at that. Who would have known? I have no idea. Yeah, like I said, I had zero expectations. I did no research. I just watched this movie. Austin says, oh my god, Justice League. Why, bro? There's These times have passed. Well, we're reviewing Justice League because uh, that was the big news this week was the Zack Snyder cut, so I wanted to go back and revisit it. Uh, Kevin says, for the movie and then claim fan service. However, this is just my opinion. It seems as though a lot of companies are doing quote-unquote fan service. Uh, Dean, so you didn't like this movie. I don't hate it. It's It's serviceable. It's fine. Uh, it's yeah. it's a, it's almost too uh, like I don't know, like too friendly. I guess it felt it, like an it, Avengers it, movie, but you just don't have the backstory of all the characters. Yeah, so it's, it's like it really sure. lacked. It takes no risks at all. It's just like what'll be good, and then so everyone just, was like, saying pull it off mediocrely. Yeah, everyone was saying that. Um... Superman was going to come back in a black suit. When was that supposed to happen? Like when he That's came back in the, the Schneider dead? cut, but when, like just like for the whole rest of the movie, he'd have a black suit. No, I guess it's in the Schneider cut. I don't know when he comes uh, back to life. The one thing I will say about this movie is like the Avengers built up on like a lot of like pre-hype, like they had the Thanos teaser and like, like to get to Avengers one, there was like so much buildup for it. Yeah. And in BVS, it was like two scenes of like, you know, oh, I found this history. encrypted thing, and then um, Step it just history. felt like, yeah, they tried to like force everything. I don't know. Like, I just feel like this movie, basically, it's like DC was playing catch up. Like, they were just trying to fucking put the shit together and catch up to where the Avengers were. Yeah, BBS should have been a two part movie. Wasn't it originally planned to be? I vaguely remember that being. I a think thing. it should have. Like, dude, you should have had an actual Batman versus Superman where they fuck each other up and call it at the end of the day. And then in the next movie, they still kind of fucking hate each other, but it's like they reluctantly team up because of fucking 
what's his face i think it was too early to bring in doomsday but fuck it you could keep doomsday just have something that brings them together then you would have the wonder woman movie kind of coming at the same time so you know who she is when she shows up uh and then i don't know incorporate the flash and then aquaman before yeah and then not after maybe like a cyborg tie-in and then do a justice league movie but they didn't want to wait that long that's what six years yeah they they were like fuck marvel let's do that and and two fucking movies or three movies it was uh the bam or superman movie vvs and then this i was like what yeah you can't do that i don't care that superman died i barely know him like i i wasn't emotionally invested in his death when tony stark died like holy shit it's like i grew up watching but also um tony stark tony stark dying is at the end of phase what like three for marvel so there's there's a lot of uncertainty yeah fucking movies called the justice league like superman is like one of the (laughs) biggest parts of the justice league like, like even back when he died in BVS before Justice League was announced, there was always that rumor like, oh, it's going to be a thing. And introducing the metahumans was like, you know, pretty much guaranteeing um, a Justice League. I knew like from that point, like there's no way. And I think even at the end, didn't the grave like the ground shake or something? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's like, OK, it's so like you're immediately taking it back. So any impact that it did have, you just shit all over it. Yeah, it's. It would be better if he was like dead for a full movie, you know, and you got to see that world without Superman, right? Um, Sean Which Nazi's is why the, they put a Justice League together because they're like, was, "Fuck, we need someone to pick up the slack." It was way rushed. Um, Mario asked, "Do you think fans would show up for a theatrical release next year instead of HBO Max?" I don't think so. No. Um, I mean, I I'd think rather that, do that than pay for HBO Max. I mean, what what, what does that cost? Probably 10, 15 bucks. HBO is what, 15 bucks a month? Something like that, yeah. Does that include Max or is that another add on? That's it grinds my gears. HBO has fucking 20 streaming services HBO Go, <laughs> HBO Now, HBO Max, HBO. Just have HBO, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's too much. Um, oh, what's up, Eric? He's in the chat. Speaking of grinds my gears, I love that segment. Oh, it's so Looking fun. forward to that tonight. Dean, this was. Uh, this was oh, something this you so wanted cool. the fans to know. Now, yeah, for, well, for no yeah. reason, NPR was talking about this like three weeks ago. Like, there's nothing Star Wars coming out. Uh, but I, I remember I was driving to work and they were talking about the process that they made this. And uh, please introduce it. Yeah, shift gears. We were being hella negative a minute ago. Yeah, Dean has been. <laughs> Dean's been so angry this whole show. It's like Dean and I have flip flip flopped. Yeah. I've been in such a good mood this show, and Dean's over here being a, a <laughs> negative Nancy. <laughs> And TC's just being a sweet angel as always. I know, poor TC. He's like, Jesus Christ, these guys are... St- I'm never crazy. coming back on the show. Yeah. One and done, baby. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so this is a, a... Basically, I'm assuming the novelizations, Zach, because they're very um, different. Like, they start different, and there's, like, different dialogue. and. Well, I think it's my understanding with the... Well, let's tell the, fan, the people listening the audio what it is. It's the Star Wars, the NPR production of the radio drama... And um, it's my understanding that a lot of the differences were based on the screenplay, but also okay. there's a lot of things that you see in Star Wars that are that you have to explain, like for the radio drama. Right. You know, Star Wars wasn't always like this huge thing, and when this was produced, Star Wars was very 
uh, early in its infancy. And so um, essentially they've made three radio dramas of Star Wars for episode four, episode five, episode six. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about five and six hours, by the but way. I know for episode four, uh, Mark Hamill and Anthony Daniels were the only original cast that were present on this recording. Right. And uh, the rest of the cast was filled in by drama majors from uh, a community college or like a college nearby. Uh, and you can actually watch this on YouTube. You can also buy the CDs. Um, it's a really good time, though. It, it's a very different take because, you know, the voice of Darth Vader isn't James Earl Jones, Princess Leia Hansel. They're voiced by different actors. Because before they were iconic, I guess you could say. Yeah, and it's a very a very cool thing that NPR did uh, way back when. Yeah. It's, uh, dude, if you got 14 hours, if you got a long drive or you're finishing binging collecting weekly and six and scavengers, scavengers and you, you need something to watch uh or listen to this it's just so cool yeah it's definitely a good time but like yeah. i said it's 14 hours well yeah dean sent that in the group chat and i started to listen to it five minutes in i just kind of shut it off oh i'll pick it back up god damn it <laughs> Um, this is, uh, joy of hobbying. So I think we have some new people listening in the chat, but, uh, we do a lot of hobbying projects. I do a lot of painting and I'm always trying to get better. And so the first thing that I worked on this week is a captain Rex head sculpt printed by Watto scrapyard for my good buddy, Steven. Uh, I love this thing. It's so, so nice. It looks the just like it's really good. Nailed it. Um, yeah, Sean did a really good job and I'm really happy with the way the paint's coming on. This is going to be probably finished this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I, I got some touch-ups I need to do on the eyebrows. I painted them white, and I was like, something doesn't look right about this. And I was, like, looking at it, and I was looking at it, I was looking at it, and I was like, let me pull up photos, and his eyebrows are black. So uh, that was that was what didn't look right. They were just hey, the wrong did color. You salt and pepper it in, or are you just going to leave them like that? No, I did paint them black. I painted them white originally, so I had to go back. No, I was like, are you going to salt and pepper them, or are you just going to leave it like that? Uh, I need to look at the... The actual, they looked like they were just black. If they're uh, salt and pepper, then yeah, I'll definitely salt and pepper it. But uh, the uh, the sculpt is really good, and I know I need to add a little bit of a brown, a black wash to the beard because in the show it's like a grayish color. Yeah. So that'll be done in in the next few coats. Um, now the uh, the next thing that I I worked on this is for our Patreon members is the one six scale Sabat cards. Uh, the ones that I'm producing are from. Uh, the last scene of Solo where Han wins the Falcon by pulling the card from Lando's like wrist thing. It's the green Psylocke card. So I'm making these for the Patreon members. Uh, Austin says it looks really good, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah, that, that paint job is a really fun one. Um, but I'm going to be making these for the Patreon members. And I got, uh, what is this, nine produced so far. And I got like another eight more to make. Uh, so yeah, these are coming along really well. And I did a Joy of Hobbing live stream. I couldn't sleep. It was like three in the morning. And uh, I just, you know, spent 45 minutes working on these. And uh, you can see that process if you'd like. It's on our YouTube channel. And, uh, uh-oh, we just lost the slides. Um, but, yeah, so that is uh, that. Let me pull up these slides real quick. But, uh, Dean, have you had any hobbying projects that you did this week? I don't think so. No? No, I didn't even sketch anything this week. Come on, Dean. Got to <laughs> practice. I don't know why our slides just crashed. So let me pull those back up. And here we are. TC, do you do any uh, projects like that? Any do crafting not, or anything? I'm not I'm not good at that stuff. I hire people. There you go. That's the way to do it. All right, so we're back. 
Um, this is Grinds My Gears this week now. We haven't had a Grinds My Gears, uh, at least I think officially in a while. Um, but I had seen uh, someone put up a thread on uh, OSR, and they were saying, like, I'm looking to buy this figure. I'm willing to pay a decent price, but I don't want to pay eBay prices. And it was the uh, it was the gold chrome Stormtrooper, and they were saying they wanted to pay, like, low 200s, which is, like, a pretty fair price. And this guy commented, like, hey, I don't know what it is, but everyone wants everyone to give them a deal, and they don't want to pay anything, and they want to pay super lowball prices, I don't understand why people bother to post this. And he's like, it's not just your post, but I see this a lot in the groups. And my response was on the other side of the coin, what's with people asking eBay prices on the groups? In my opinion, um, the groups, like it's a collector's group. Like we should be there to support each other, to hook each other up and, you know, sure. Make a profit on a figure, I guess, but don't charge someone you know, $900 for a Mark 47 in the groups. That's how I feel. A lot of people tended to agree with that statement uh, based on some of the comments and the replies. Uh, but big grinds my gears is like, you know, eBay charges a lot of fees to list something for that much money. You right. get eBay fees, PayPal fees. Um, there is obviously just a listing fee. Um, and to have people say like, I'm selling you this figure. Like someone hit me up about Maleficent and they wanted like, 1.5 times eBay prices for their figure. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Manny says, make your money supply and demand. Yeah. I don't know, Manny. That's just not how I feel about it. I mean, if you're not, if your figure's not selling in a day when you put on the one, six scale buy uh, buy, sell trade, I think you've overpriced it. Yeah. That's just yeah. my opinion on it. You're right. I, I tend to agree with you when you go on this, look at eBay and then go lower. By 10%, by 10%. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of how I look at it. And I was talking to a seller today. Uh, he was really nice. He was very firm in his price for this figure that I was looking at. And he was like, well, this is what they sold on eBay. And I was just trying to explain, like, well, on the groups, like, they sell for this much. On eBay, there's one from last week that sold for this much, which was way lower than the group, surprisingly. Um, so that's what I want to pay. Like, you know, I could be... Um, like if you, if I buy it from you on the group, you're not having to pay that. What is it like 10% to eBay and then 3% to PayPal. Right. I mean, that's, that's almost 15%. And if you do the math, like the amount that I was asking for a private sale, it's like, it, it's a good offer. Um, so I'm hoping I can come to a deal with someone eventually, but, um, yeah, being offered like almost 480 for a figure that sells on eBay so, for like, you know, 190 to 300 is like. What's the sudden interest in Maleficent? Uh, I mean, I've liked that figure a for a while. I think great figure. Dean talked me out of it like two years ago. I vividly remember we had this conversation, Dean. I was like, dude, I really want it. And you were like, well, you know, what would it what would it be for? Whatever. You know, like where would you put in your collection? And I think I'm at that point in collecting where there's nothing new that's coming out. And I'm going back and getting figures that I either bought, then sold, or that never had a chance to own. So the Rocketeer, the Terminator, Mark 46. Um, uh, Mario says, Zach, that same seller kept lowballing me on a sale a while ago. They want the deal, but not willing to sell at a deal. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, I'm at that point in collecting. Like I've owned a lot of figures that a lot of people consider grails. And I'm just trying to go back and fill out my collection with other stuff that's harder to find. Um, I 
don't remember having that conversation, but that sounds <laughs> like something I would say. No, I, I vividly remember because I was at my parents' house and I was like, dude, I just want this figure. Like, I don't know why. It just like looks like a cool figure. I like the movie. And then I was like, maybe Dean's right. Like, maybe this was a bad movie. So I rewatched the movie and I was like, nope, I definitely want this figure. No, it's a cool movie. And then I it, it had sold. It was back on Tashi and it, it had sold while we were like, like the time it took me to buy the movie and get it in. And this was before digital movies. Um, let's see. Mario says, or Sean says rather, eBay sold prices minus 10%, um, minus another 5%. Um, I guess, I don't know, Manny. I guess when I sell Manny something, I'm going to sell them for eBay prices now. Um, yeah, I think the groups are uh, by collectors for collectors. So if you're not there to help out someone, um, just don't comment or post anything. Um, now, I'm not saying like, well, I don't know. It's a slippery slope. The, the other side to it is... Um... When you go on those groups, usually you can get a sale pretty quickly if you price it right. So there mm-hmm. is a benefit to the seller utilizing those groups versus eBay because you can make money like real quick. Like I've sold figures on there 10, 15 minutes after I've listed them and for pretty close to market. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm just beneficial. I'm just notoriously like like I always give people deals like Dean can attest to that. Like I. I'd rather someone get a figure that I own that I've enjoyed and I, I don't lose a lot of money. They get a deal. Everyone's happy. I can buy something else that I need. Um, I don't know. I guess that's just the way I feel about buying and selling hot toys. Like, I mean, if that's, you know, other people's prerogative is to like make their money. I mean, I guess, but you know, for me personally, like I, we never created ox or like these smaller, like one, six San Antonio groups for people to, uh, rake in cash on the secondary market. We always created them for people to make deals and uh, for both parties to feel like they that they won, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that was Grinds My Gears this week. Um, Gerald says, can you give me a deal, Zach? No. Um, Austin says, are you all uh, Hot Toys collectors? We are. Steven Kretz says, Zach is selfless. What a guy. Look at that. What a guy. He's not, though. I am very selfless. I'm always looking. Look at that. Um, Danny Lee says, okay, so a figure goes for 500 on eBay. What would be a good group BST price be for that? I personally feel like you should just price things at retail, maybe a little bit extra retail plus shipping. That's how I personally always feel. Um, if I was to sell Dean, my Mark 46, I would sell it to him for retail plus what I paid for the person that, um, like retail, like I think that's a good price. Like I'm not going to rip off my friends and charge Dean 800 bucks for fucking, you yeah, know. but we're also friends. Yeah, the only counter is that guy could then go out and sell it for one hundred and fifty dollars more than what you. Yeah, said. but that's that's their prerogative. Though, like, once it's out of my collection, I'm not sure. gonna like phone the guy up and be like, "Yo, what the fuck?" I mean, it's a douchey <laughs> thing to do. I've seen people call out other people for doing that, um, but I, I personally am not worried about that. Yeah, because he- once it's out of my collection, like, what am I gonna do? Like. Call the You're internet right. police, you know? No, no. Um, Fernando says, what up? I joined late. Um, so you heard it here, guys. Buy from Zach and then sell it. <laughs> I guess so. I should sell my Mark 46s for sale for $1,000. Uh, I agree. I only list a figure for more than I want to when I need to factor in shipping prices. Um, Danny uh, Lee says, retail is fam bro pricing. Yeah, I mean, I'm perfectly happy. Like, you know, most figures that I get, they're used below retail. I'm not going to charge someone you know, fucking $400 for a figure I paid 184, you know? Right. 
that's just how I feel. I'm not a bad person. I tend to believe like what goes around comes around. You hook someone up with the deal, it'll come full circle. And, uh, you know, like for example, when I got my Mark 46 from Chris, he sold it to me for retail plus shipping. Right. What an angel. And, um, yeah, what was up I had Han and Chewie that I was going to sell to pay for that. And, um, at that time, Han and Chewie, you could easily get 600 bucks for them. Like, no problem. And I sold it to someone that was uh, in one of these smaller podcasting groups for basically 430 which was like retail of the Mark 46 plus shipping. Like, just enough to cover what I was going to be paying for that figure. Yeah. And that, that's just how I view it. I know that's like kind of a very... Uh, like I'm a very glass half empty kind of person, but at least as far as like toy sales go, I'm a very glass half full person. Like I want to give people a good deal. Um, Gerald says that he saw that I listed an Anakin for 140 a few months ago. Yeah, I'm, I had no problem. I bought that figure for like 170. I had already parted out a bunch of the parts of it and made some money, and so I felt like 140 was a good price for it. And Lynn was happy. I was happy. It was a good deal. Yeah, I have no problem taking a loss on something. Not a huge loss, mind you. Yeah. But it's like, I own the figure. I enjoyed it. I got value out of it. Like, I don't mind, you know. Yeah, like, if you buy a figure for 200 and you enjoy it for, let's years. just say, a year, and you sell it for 180 you know, you lost $20. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. That's like, you, you basically enjoyed the figure for, like, $3 a month. Right. Uh, Austin has a really good question here. What would you guys mount Rushmore of Hot Toys figures be, meaning your top four Hot Toys? Uh, for me, that's a great question. I would say Police Shootout Terminator is an amazing figure. That'd be one of my four. Uh, I would say um, the other three. That's a really good question. Damn, that's a good question. That's what about you, really TC? Question. Um, it will be num- Hulkbuster. will be there. Mark V. K2SO, and, and this is kind of a shocker to me, but when I got the figure, I thought it was incredible. The Han Solo Stormtrooper disguise. It's Really? That is a surprise. I just like the fact that I can have a Han Solo that's a Harrison Ford. Because yeah. yeah. they just don't exist. I mean, just the two so far. So I, those are probably my top. I was going to say um, Harrison or Han Solo. Um Obi-Wan uh, from A New Hope, that figure is amazing. That sculpt is insanely beautiful. Um, I'm trying to think. I would say... Oh, so Anakin? I'll... Yeah, that's a good that's figure. A great Dude, one, yeah. Anakin is so flawless, it's not even funny. Yeah, I'm glad that it's finally picking up traction, because I've advocated for that figure for like the past... How Dark long, Zach? Either one. I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't care which one you get. Um, and then, uh, man, I guess R2, because I love R2. And how can you fuck up an R2? You know what I mean? I'm going to go. Now, this is just my personal figure that I've had experience with. So nothing uh, on this list. Yeah, those are all ones I've owned. owned. <clears throat> I know people are saying Yondu in the chat. Uh, Short Trooper, I don't have the experience with those. For me personally, my four favorite figures that I've ever owned, I have to say TLJ Kylo. It's a perfect figure. The head sculpt is beautiful it's not the best likeness adam driver but it's really good the cape is probably hot toys best cape they've ever made the boots aren't so great but they are very accurate to the film mark 46 uh civil war iron man that figure is perfect the police shootout uh t800 
And then this is going to be a surprising figure, but I think that far and away the best Ooh. figure Hot Toys has ever made, bar none, is the Hot Toys Sand Trooper. It is perfect. They have every single weapon you could ever want. They have these special edition uh, droid that floats on the base. The weathering is flawless. The helmet sculpt is bananas. Uh, it is so goddamn good. It is just... I got that figure from you dirt cheap. You really did. It's a good figure. I I have never been more impressed with the Hot Toys than owning that figure. It is is a perfect figure. I think that's one of the first figures I got where I was like, okay, I need to focus on A New Hope. Yeah. Because you like the the A New Hope troopers better than the Rogue One. I do, yeah. Though I will say the... um, the Rogue One armor has been growing on me lately now that I've been messing around with my custom figure. I just don't like the feel of the Rogue One armor. Even the short trooper is a little... Um, what's the word? Not flimsy. I don't want to say flimsy. But the new Hope Stormtroopers just feel like real solid. Like you could almost like snap them in half. Whereas these feel like they would bend all the way. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like they're they're soft. And they would just crease real ugly. Um, but yeah, that's just how. Because I only ho- own the Rogue One uh, Short Trooper. But I, yeah. Zach, you have the uh, the actual Stormtrooper. Yeah. Would you agree? Does that make sense? Yeah. So with the Rogue One Trooper, let me grab it. The one thing that really bothers me about this figure is the thigh armor just does not stay put like every day i have to like grab it and pull the stupid armor up uh, not only that but like these little whatever you call the ammo pouches for the the whatever's i just don't like the way that they're on the armor and the cod piece just feels really awkward and the chest feels a little too broad i mean it's a beautiful figure don't get me wrong i love the Jetta patrol trooper but it's just not my favorite i very sentimental figure i'll never sell this but it's just not not my favorite figure uh, Fernando says DX11, Nightmare Batman, DX13, Days of Future Past, Wolverine, Austin Crafton's, uh, Austin says, uh, Hot Toys, Iron Man, Mark Dyke, Hot Toys, Iron Man, Diecast, Mark 5, 6, 7, and Hulkbuster. Uh, Gerald says Han and Chewie, TLJ, Kylo, General Grievous, Mark 46. General Grievous is not Hot Toys. Um, but I guess if we're going six scale, that makes sense. And Gerald says, yep, I thought that issue was just with my Rogue One Troopers. Great question. Um, um, who asked that question? Sean said Loki from Avengers. That's a good choice. Yeah. Great question. Knocked that sculpt out of the, yeah, that was a good question. I've always wanted a Reeve Superman. My uncle was uh, paralyzed from the neck down, and um, obviously Christopher Reeves was as well. And I, sentimental value, I think I've always wanted to own that figure. Um, big shout out to our Patreons. We have, uh, it seems like the list grows every week. Dean, do you want to give these guys a shout out while I'm going through some of these notes here? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to shout out everybody because they're so cool. Yeah, please go ahead. Uh, Scott Bradley, Ben Porter, Griffin Campbell, Sean Fierce, Sweet Angel, uh, Ian CB. Is that how you say it? Uh, yes, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay, there we go. CB, okay. Uh, Steven Percha, uh, Renee Mendez, Dan Lee, my sister, Deanie Martin, what an angel. Steven Kratt, what a guy. Angel. Jason Nelson, Big Fern, Eric Ruiz, and Mario Cortez, who is also after my short trooper, apparently. <laughs> Dude, everyone is after the short trooper. Mario says his top four is TFA Chewy. What a memer. Electro, Terminator Shootout. And thriller Michael Jackson. I don't know if you're trolling with the electro, but I know for sure you're trolling with the trolling with the TFA Chewy. Um, 
Yeah, so Iron Geek says his top five. Wait, is there five people on Mount Rushmore or four? I, I feel like I should know this. Four. Okay, I was like, I know there's <laughs> got to be a. There's not five. Uh, no, there's about Trump top, on Ray up. Oh God! Um, wow. <laughs> uh, his top five from least to best: in-game Thanos, adult Groot, road-worn Thor, Mark Fifty, and quarter-scale Mark Forty-five. My all-time favorite figure, even though I own mostly Iron Man. Uh, but yeah, big shout out to our patrons. They're they're keeping the show afloat through this hard times. Um, they're getting some equipment. I think Dean, your boom arm is just failing. This whole yeah, show you've been fucking like, pissing me off the whole show. <laughs> yeah, shit sounds like a goddamn. See through people wanking off. We got to get you a new. Uh, wow, get you a, we got to get you a new. Visual. Um, but yeah, big shout out to our patrons. Here's a bit of information on our Patreon tier. So we have a one dollar tier, which we probably are going to cancel because no one's doing the one dollar one. It seems kind of pointless. Uh, Sweet Angel on screen shout out Patreon exclusive sticker Ox After Dark Rewind fifteen dollar tier on screen shout out sticker on air shout out uh, Ox After Dark Rewind a certificate of crispiness. Sculpt painted by Darkside Customs, and we will fix a figure of yours that's damaged for free. You just got to pay shipping both ways if the uh, damage is reasonable and fixable. Um, Gerald said he's going to be a Patreon soon. Austin says, what's your Holy Grail Hot Toys figure? Probably my Holy Grail is the Tron Sam Flynn. I missed one on the groups a few weeks ago, and I was kind of disappointed, but uh, that's one that I really want. What about you guys? Grail of all time. Uh, you got TC. Probably it's the Hulkbuster. I, I've saying that all night. I I just like that figure. I'm so happy. One for you. I've You're always wanted. Yeah, yeah. Steven's collectibles. Got hey, shout oh, out nice. to Steven. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You see, you should come visit Steven one day, and then we'll visit you, dude. If I, if I ever get sent to Texas for work, dude, that would be. I might awesome. really do it. Well, you can visit, visit everybody. But I haven't been sent there in a while. Um, but. We'll yeah, see. that would be uh, so. This the sticker we have here on display is our uh, June exclusive sticker. It's the new logo in holographic form. Nice. Uh, we cut off the orders uh, today, so if you're a Patreon, as of today, you'll get a sticker. We ordered like a very small amount of extra stickers because you have to buy them in multiples of ten. So if you want one, uh, message me before you sign up, and I'll tell you if we have quantity available. We're also doing a bonus sticker, Dean. Let me solo cam myself. It is the After Dark logo in a die cut sticker, and hey. dope. This is quickly becoming cool. one of our most popular shows, and uh, I thought it'd be fun to make a sticker for it. I'm trying to uh, think what my uh, grail would. I guess the 46. Ooh, and it's right there. Uh, uh, big shout out to TC for coming on. He is one of the co-hosts of the Six Scale Scavengers podcast. Also, big shout out to your co-hosts, cohorts, Brian and Chris. Uh, you guys push us to do better every week, and uh, I really enjoy the friendly. Um, I guess like the friendly competition that we have. I think like we're always pushing each other to do better, and uh, you know we're always on good terms. I think there's been times where I've needed help from Brian, and vice versa, and and it just it's just a really good, um, a really good like relationship that our our teams have. Uh, TC, did you want to share a little bit about the show that you guys do and? Uh, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit about how you guys produce your show and um, just chit chat for a yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, first, thanks for having me on, guys. You guys are great. Um, yeah, so Six Scale Scavengers that was um, founded by Brian Fontaine, Christopher James Letty. Those are the other two co-hosts of the podcast. Um, I joined, and they they started up, I believe, about two years ago. Yep. I joined them last year 
um, as the third member of the crew. And we also have one other admin, Roy Visser, does a lot of the background work, um, a lot of the logos and a lot of Such a good guy. pictures, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Um, he's a great guy too. It's, it's a bunch of good guys. Um, we've got a Facebook group. Uh, it's six scale scavengers, collectors, Facebook group, you know, anyone's eligible to join. Just answer the questions on the sign up sheet. Be on your best behavior if you join that group. Don't embarrass me. Yes. Be on your best behavior. But, um, yeah, so the podcast, we talk about, uh, one six scale hot toys. Um, we're pretty, pretty laser focused on that. We might venture out a little bit. I know Chris has his own side collection. He, he's a, a Sokotano, uh, sorry, Sokotano, um, super collector, um, Brian has his own side collections as well, Shore Troopers specifically, but we mainly stick to Hot Toys. It's our bread and butter. It's what we know. We try and learn with everybody else, but you know, if, if we can help people along the way, that's one of the main goals. We've we've really enjoyed getting to know everybody in the group and the hobby, and it's just it's a really fun time just to chat with friends every every couple weeks. So we oh, record yeah. Wednesday at uh, nine thirty. Um, every other week and we actually record tomorrow night so um, what a guy came on here the night before a show i know uh, it's a lot of work man catching no, up good. on the chat mario says mark 46 dean hit me up lol um gerald says uh mario just so you know bro i got first dibs on dean's short trooper i have first dibs on everything dean sells just so you know. <laughs> that's true Zach does um, first sean fear says let me get a clone Oh, I may or may not have posted this morning, like at 11, that you were selling all your collections. So, uh, <laughs> Danny Lee says, uh, Six Scale Scavengers is a great group and a great podcast. Yeah, you guys have a good show. I mean, um, uh, how is it coming into our show production versus like how you guys do it? Like, I mean, I feel like it's got to be pretty similar the way that we vet topics and, um, yeah, so the vibe that I've gotten from Chris is a you know it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. We'll just we'll float ideas. Uh, our it's our shows. Uh, I guess organized a little differently than yours. Yeah. I noticed like when we're actually live on on air, you cue things real quick. It's a little bit different than Brian. Brian will serve it up a little bit differently. But um, as far as ideas before the show, we we try and find a topic for every show. I would like to cover the news, but uh, we also give our collection updates. And uh, really, our topics kind of is just focused on trying to give advice. Um, we've made a lot of mistakes uh, as a three three members of Six Hill Scavengers, but we like to yeah. share our lessons learned and hopefully give some tips for new collectors. Because really, I mean, within a few years, I mean, Hot Toys is still fairly new. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, we haven't been collecting that long. Um, so we're all all learning. But at the same time, we have a lot of experience as well. And hopefully we can just share that. So that's what kind of what we talk about. Our our chat's pretty lively. We tend to go back and forth multiple times a day. We gotta keep we gotta keep up with all Brian's buying and selling. It's it's yeah, I know. Oh, man, it's it's boy. <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. So we enjoy it a lot and it's just great to talk with each other. I know that's probably how you guys feel. Every every week you guys get to come on come on the air and, and chat with yeah. you. So oh. so you mentioned that uh Wait, what's going on, Dean? Oh, Manny asked a question that totally reminded me. I got, I did get something new this week. Uh huh. What'd you get? Uh, Black Series Commander Bly. Nice. nice. It's it's really nice. I think it might be the nicest one they've done. Kevin says Ox and Six Scale Scavengers are my two favorite groups, apart from my own my oh, two dude. favorite podcasts. What a guy! I like going back and forth and seeing who's talking about what, and 
Austin, they're just so uh, busy all the time. Both our groups are so constant. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's totally different uh, conversations, which is really nice. You can go on each group and get a different perspective on everything. Austin says optical 20 turned me on to collecting weekly. I'm really glad. Thanks optical. Thanks Austin. Dude, I don't know Shout how you guys do it. Honestly, with like uh, all the different topics you guys cover. Cause I mean, we just, yeah. So, so you mentioned that I like run through things a little faster. It's because I have to, like if we spent as long as you guys spend on each thing, should be like three hours long and i don't have three hours <laughs> i gotta run like if there's, oh, yeah, if there's I could a, forever about a millisecond of dead air i'm like all right we're going we're moving keeping the shit to an hour um yeah it, it's just the way that i like i'm very fast paced like i like to just fucking do it and um yeah, yeah i was it about to though. message you to slow down earlier but i was like no nah, he's got it dude i was about to message you to speed up you were talking super slow i was like what is this guy doing <laughs> you were like talking slow and then you kept doing this with your mic and i was like jesus christ I don't think you saw the private chat, but I'll like I did. stop. <laughs> uh, Fernando says, Mailman just got here with the package that Manny sent me. Um, Sean Fear says he actually changed his mind. He wants your Robotech collection. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm really sorry. I put it in OSR BST <laughs> that you were getting out of the hobby. So my cloud to... collection, my clones, my uh, Robotech. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Iron Geek says, I like that they're both so laid back and drama free. Yeah. The only drama we have is when Greg gets wild. We have to fucking delete his post. It's all proper. Uh, Fernando, well, we got that commentary. So, yeah, but you you guys have a really good show. I mean, um, your YouTube is is doing very well. I think you guys have what like almost eight hundred subs now. No, we're at six fifty. So yeah, oh, it's oh, been a um, pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a steady increase. So we'll get like. But a, I will say this though: you guys have six fifty, but on your live shows you pull like fifty viewers. And if you look at other shows like Sideshow or like you know any podcast that I follow with any good number of viewers in the hundreds of thousands or like ten thousands, whatever. I mean, they're pulling pretty similar numbers. So I think it is you know, interesting. Sub count is one thing, but viewer interaction, I think yeah. it's far more important. I would yeah, rather ratio is good. Yeah. So I would rather like have that. 300 really good subs than a thousand and like just a handful of good subs. Fair weather um, friends. <laughs> yeah. And, and you can tell they're loyal. <laughs> so that's always a good thing. I think both of our, our podcasts have loyal fans. Does you see the same people with new people as well, but constants and then that's great yeah uh gerald says zach your collection looks so beautiful in the back thanks man sean fierce says i added four new printers this week fernando says if only i can post the mattress gif here sean yancey says six scale scavengers is to patreon as ox is to only fans what, <laughs> yeah. what an analogy that's what a fair. guy he said ox gets naughty yeah, i really do um yeah, kevin says greg is in this is the same in my group he doesn't stop posting figures beating up iron man and tagging me i may have to kick him out we've talked about kevin a lot this week kevin sent uh one of the nicest um packages i've ever received and that's not a joke in any, any way uh first off package came there's a letter inside sealed with wax what a wow. guy super classy i I'm actually spent an hour looking for wax seals for our Patreon stuff because I was like, dude, that is the classiest Classy. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and inside the package, uh, I had asked him to send me a um, a cast of his cyborg head sculpt, and he sent me one. So I'm oh, wow, it's clear? This. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, there is clear resin. I know, he, I just haven't seen it. He also sent a uh, pressure, I think he said these are pressure casted, uh thanos head sculpt for dean and it's like in a very expressive uh angry look and then cool. additionally he sent like maybe almost right a dozen 
Uh, yeah, bring the Thanos over so I can get an idea of the color because I, I won't be able to paint it unless I yeah, see I it. Yeah, I can leave him there if you want. No, nah, it's okay. Um, I didn't say I was going to paint. I just wanted to see the color. What the um, hell? <laughs> but he sent us like 10 casts and they were uh, very small imperfections in the cast. He said he was teaching his son to cast and that's why they, they had those bubbles in it. And he's like, you know, you can repair them and send them to your Patreon subscribers uh, for supporting your show. And that was a very generous wow. offer that he that he gave us. So you have our, um, our Patreonies have a Thanos. Yeah, Kevin, uh, really appreciate that. That is yeah, one of the nicest angel. things that I also wanted. have. I also got a care package this week. Oh yeah, who'd you from Kevin as well? No, from uh, Sweet Danny Lee. Oh yeah, tell if us anyone's gonna get my Robotech collection, it's Danny Lee though. <laughs> Wow. Is Danny what Lee is... Dan Lee? Is... Yes. Okay. okay. I had the I same question Danny. and they made me feel stupid for it. Because I thought you guys said there were two Danny Lees. One no, I think at one point was... we thought there was. Okay, okay. Zach found out that it was the same guy and then I was left in the lurch. By the way, Dan Lee with a major hookup for me with the Battling oh. Captain America for a really good price a long time ago. About like uh, two months ago. Love the Dan Lee Thank you, with Dan the Lee. Big knife in the back selling. Maleficent to Greg, not even asking me if I need to do it. Danley is just a gift to this earth and his fellow collectors. What an angel. Um, yeah, I okay. If some of you may know, I was looking for a six scale gun and I put it on the group on Ox. Almost got Ox shut down. Yeah, we almost got shut down because they they tore down my post. They're like, This is against community guidelines. You're selling a firearm. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm looking for a toy. Like it has a ruler on there. I put the scale. Wasn't enough. So Dan Lee messaged me. He's like, "Hey, what? What was the gun you were looking for?" So I sent him a picture, and he was like, "Dude, I tell, I have one." And he sent me a picture, and he had a bunch of like other stuff, like uh, knee pads, tactical belts, pouches, which I love because I like to uh, like kit bash. Uh, this is like an imperial girl. And I was like, dude, like, whatever you want to send me, I was like, I'm like, I'll pay you, like, whatever you want, like, because I need, like, I need all that stuff. He sent me like a full on arsenal. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I can't post pictures because they'll get taken down, but holy shit, like, this freaking sniper is like 50 cal sniper rival in there. Like, is amazing. Stop Thank you, showing Jamie. that on the group. We're going to get banned from YouTube next. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if we get banned for this, like, fuck, <laughs> dude, like, it's clearly not a real gun, so. But, Stop yeah, what an angel, word. man. What Sean Fear says, uh, Dean, what is up with your project? Oh, okay, the outfit got shipped uh, a few days ago, so I should get it soon. From China? No, Big Bad Toy Store. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, so it should definitely be here. Can we tell them what you're making? I, if you really want to, Dean is making a six scale Kevin Hart, and so <laughs> no, 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 no. It's actually making... just it actually is just a one to one scale Kevin Hart that fits it's, in a. Default. It's really I, I'm probably the only person that wants to do this. Wait, um, should we tell them? I think we should tell them. I have the, the sculpts in my hands. Yes, show I'm them. gonna wait, wait, hang on. Let me let me solo cam you real quick, and I'll just shut up and let okay. Uh, shout out, Baby Yoda. He's right there. Um, yeah, so I just I'm a huge fan of this guy. I've never seen anything like this. So Sean and I got together months ago to, to work on this. And he did the sculpts. He shipped them to Ian. Ian was nice enough to paint them. So only a handful of people know about this, but I'm, it'll be done this week. I'm making a six scale uh, PewDiePie. <laughs> He's got his headphones, his uh, 
his like patented design. So with headphones, without, I don't know. I just thought it'd be really cool. So I think I'm like the only person doing this. So um, it should be done this week, and then I'll post it to a subreddit and try and get on the Y. I don't know if any of you guys watch uh, PewDiePie. Never heard of him. No. <laughs> You've never heard of him? <laughs> I've never heard of PewDiePie. Yeah. Uh, Gerald says that is legit. With yeah, it's, all caps. It's, dude, it looks just like him. I mean, <clears throat> what does he do? He's, are you for real, dude? <laughs> I seriously have no idea who that is. <sighs> you're such a liar. I have. <laughs> I know you're lying because we talked about it in the chat, you and I personally. No, I don't know. I thought that was H3. I didn't know that was PewDiePie. <laughs> no, you love H3. You would know that's not H3. Uh, Dude, that yeah. would be a cool six scale. No, that wouldn't actually. The Fupa? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just uh, he he does commentary and gaming on his channel. So I've just been watching PewDiePie for years. And I was like, you know what? No one's made a PewDiePie like figure, much less a six scale. So I've like tried to find the outfit that looks cool. Zach helped me out. I got the shoes. Currently, he's wearing a six-scale scavenger shirt. Uh, and then he's got his Yeezys, apparently. But I was like, hey, the six-scale scavenger shirt will look cool. So. so it really annoyed me that you wanted to make a PewDiePie. <laughs> it annoys me that you wanted to make a PewDiePie and spend all this time, effort, and energy making it, but you don't want to make your own head sculpt in six-scale. That really annoyed me. <laughs> okay, that was like way later. No. I've been working on this a me. long time. Really, speaking, you of, have... speaking of sculpts, I saw that uh, I saw your sculpt Zach on that Black Panther figure. Oh, yeah, it was the Zach Panther actually. The Zach Panther, and oh, then that's my right. Terminator, I'll be Zach, good. and then my Kylo Ren, and then my uh, Iron Monger. I was dude, I, I was so bored and we were drinking, I was like, no, let's <laughs> put this head sculpt on everything. It was so fun, that's it was cool. so fun. Maybe I'll do that soon, anyways. So, let's talk about what's going on on our network this week. So, oh my god, you. Holy shit. You were dicking around enough, and that's what happened. What happened? You break your desk? No, it just fell off. I can't reach it. Jesus Christ, team. Um, Recording 8.30 tonight. This is our show, and we really appreciate it. We'll be back again next uh, Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. This Thursday, Small Talk is recording at 8 o'clock p.m. After Dark, everyone always asks every week when After Dark is coming back. It's recording at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time this Friday, so do not miss it. And then Live and Let Dice is recording Sunday at 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. TC, you guys are also recording Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard uh, yeah, Time. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I it's think I said 9.30. It's actually 9. It's 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah. So definitely, if you want to check out their show, check out their YouTube channel. It's Six Scale Scavengers. And they host a great show. Apparently, it's a little slower than this show. Excuse me, Mr. TC. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they do a really good show. Brian and Chris and TC, they have very uh, interesting perspectives on things. And, and you'll probably hear them talk about some of the things that we talked about today oh, and give yeah. their beautiful perspectives. We're on total fanboys. We really are. Hot yeah, we, fan we hate everything. That's, but that's <laughs> the beauty of our show. We're not too positive. And, uh, you know, I think it's good for the community to have a positive show and then a negative show. They're just, you know, it, it just kind of like a yin and a yang. Yeah, you know? bounces the force. Anyways, do you guys have any shout outs you want to give tonight, Dean? Uh, I was just going to shout out Danny Lee because he's such a sweet angel. Uh, and TC for coming on the show. What a guy. And for always doing our shout-outs at the end of his show. What a guy. And my mom. She's in the chat. And your stepdad, Steve. And Steve. Yeah, she's watching. Steve's watching. Shout-out to Steve. Shout-out to Steve. TC, do you have any shout-outs you want to give? 
Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. Not to Brian and Chris. Wow. Nah, I'd, I'll talk to them tomorrow. Uh, wow. Another shout out. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Big shout out to Kevin, Iron Geek 37. Check him out on YouTube. Uh, he's making some really good stuff. His Manta Noir prototype. Uh, I think it's going for pre-order tomorrow. So we'll have the detail. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're like, I don't know if you're doing it on purpose. Or you're no, I'm not. Right now. <laughs> uh, his Manta Noir is going up for pre-order, I think, this week. So we'll talk about it Tuesday once we get some details. Gerald says, shout out to Zach. Got me leads on a Thrawn project and always making me feel welcome on Ox. Appreciate it, my guy. Shout out to... Um, Shout out to Gerald. He's been a good sport. Oh, man, on the last, dude. Yeah, he's been on the last few Gerald. Ox After Darks. It was 2 a.m. and I was streaming by myself. And he's like, "Yo, let me um, let me jump in on on the stream if you're if you know you want some company." And I was falling asleep. So I was like, "Dude, hell yeah!" Uh, your mom says Steve is clapping, and Mario says, "Who gave this video a thumbs down? Come on, yeah, guys, wow, who the hell, so who the hell gives us down? a thumbs down? I worked in the show for like hours this week. <laughs> and you're gonna give me a thumbs down because." I don't um, know why. What the f? We get like two or three thumbs down every week, and you know who it is, Dean. You know who it is. I oh yeah, we know who it is. Okay, um, well, one, uh, yes, Gerald is an absolute legend, dude. What a literally Ox After Dark. He has stolen every show he's been on. Dude, he comes out of nowhere and just like, like this is my show now, and just owns it. I'm gonna uh, send and also how Jerry, Gerald. You and... never, you didn't message me to help you out on that show. I'm I worked to have joined. I looked at your Facebook. And it said you had not been active for two hours, and I did not want to wake you up. It was two thirty in the morning, and I was like, "You know, I probably I... was asleep, but you you could have at least tried." It was... I would much rather get up and talk to you than sleep. What a guy! What a guy! What a nice thing to say, Gerald. We're gonna send you an Ox After Dark sticker. I'm gonna send it to your Australian address. So send me that. Um, and yeah, TC, you have a care package coming your way from us. And uh, Kevin, thank you. Send me your address. We'll send you one as well. And we also sent one to your cohorts, Brian and Chris. But yeah, that's it for our show. I'm Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm TC. And hopefully this is the last show we ever do where we have Dean's boom arm like that because that shit was wild. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Dostoevsky. What was that? <laughs> that's a callback to the... <laughs> that's a callback to uh, the fucking movie, Justice League. Oh, when explain the flash... that. <laughs> Are you for real? Yeah, I didn't catch that. Explain. Oh that. my god. Okay, so the Flash is saving the the people, and Superman carries the building. Oh yes, yes, yes. And then he, he tells the people the Russians yeah, he, or whatever. He doesn't okay. speak Russian. Okay. So oh yes, just, I remember that. Yeah, he just like uses the only Russian word he knows, which is a famous Russian author, Dostoevsky, as bye. <laughs> so instead of saying bye, as a Dostoevsky. That's our new send-off for forever. That was great. I didn't know what that was. Anyways, chat chat loved it. We'll catch you guys later. TC, thanks again. Yeah, no problem.